Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 305 DGS on KMOX. Man, it's so nice to see the sun. It was really gray there for a while. Yeah. Just bleh. I'd rather see the weather just, just do something. Rain, <laughs> snow, just the whole like, we're not going to do anything. We're going to spend all day being gray. <laughs> Uh, you guys know I'm a little different, right? Yeah. And you know that uh, it's like today I saw Steve Moore, our boss, for the first time in two weeks. And he just says, oh, my God. He's like, it's so good to see you. I really missed you. I missed Happy Dave. I missed Super Depressed Dave. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm standing right here. <laughs> He's like, all the Daves. I missed them all. You never know which Dave's going to walk into my office. Uh, but I tend to get a little uh, dark. I, I tend to, to uh, fold in on myself, you know. And I had two weeks off with nothing to do but not wear jeans. And, uh, I, and I make notes on my phone to remind myself of what I feel like is probably genius, right? Okay. Like uh, physicists around the world will, will mark the day that Dave gave them these thoughts. And uh, can I read you one of my favorites? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what was going on this particular day, but I was, I was, I was in a mood. And uh, I, I had had a dream, and you know, dreams fascinate me. And here's what I made note of at uh, 11.15 p.m. What if you are a side character in a dream that is actually never seen by the dreamer? It's so detailed that you have your own backstory as long as your life, as textured and as complete and detailed as an entire universe. However, you are a part of a tertiary character's backstory, never seen or made physical, just a memory playing for all eternity, this very specific life that was needed just to complete the circle. So to translate that... Uh, I'm in someone's dream right now, and they have someone, uh, like Andrew, shows up in their dream. But Andrew's not real. He's just someone who is in their dream. But to make Andrew complete and his backstory complete, he works on a radio show hosted by me. But I'm just a part of your backstory Mm -hmm. as a secondary person in that guy's dream just to flush it out. Just going to let that settle in. Do you get what I'm? You get yeah. where I'm going. I get yes, where you're going. I get where you're going. You don't I mean, think it's a fun thought? Bobby experiment. Loeb's not going to call me anytime soon. <laughs> I do I think that's the secret to life? Uh, I'm not sure. So I'm but I get what you're saying. Not just a part of someone else's dream. Dave, probably you're, not. you're real. 
Also, as we have seen from the people on this show, uh, I never appear in anyone's dream ever. That's true. Ooh, so. by the way, I told I told Rach I don't often give movie recommendations, but Nicolas Cage, who's so uneven, oh yeah, uh, made a movie called Dream Scenario that right now is on like Amazon. It's one of those. It's like nineteen ninety nine right now, which my dumbass rented. Uh, wait till it's six ninety nine, but really, really good. He's kind of a schlub who uh, for. No known reason starts appearing in everyone's dreams, but he's just a side character, and uh, and he becomes the most famous person in the world. Obviously, everyone's dreaming about him, but then it goes bad. I won't spoil it, but it kind of goes bad, and I was so affected by that movie. Like, it's so rare that, like, as soon as I finished it, I, I, I texted Nick. I'm like, you gotta, you know. Is that what inspired your note on your phone? Oh, I doubt that was what primarily inspired it, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it was. You, you uh, made a face when you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got. <laughs> I would like to say that was the only one. <laughs> I just love how long it was. Here you go. The wilderness is what the world would be like if we weren't in it. That's true. How no, can no a lie detected. How can the universe made up of matter be anything but finite? Uh-huh. This is what I do. Um, oh, there was something that was like a cliche, and I, I, I noted, I guess that's why we keep writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess and, it's and true. Again, if you could be inside me, when I, when I make these notes, I just drop my phone like, well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping the phone onto the couch. There's my next Murrow. <laughs> Drops the mic, except uh, the mic is his phone. Like Thoreau, when he'd finish a chapter, you're like, well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Walk, that around, walk around the pond for a while. Texting Avi. How could a how could a universe of matter be anything but Avi's like, I'm gonna block you now. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you haven't heard about my dream thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So someone turns about the intro. Uh, <laughs> Stay away to Kevin. Sure. Let, let's do a couple like I think I, I think shorter things. Um do you guys know how targeted advertising works, like when you're browsing? So like when you see, I know of it, but I don't know the mechanism. Right. So we, we like, for example, we're talking about those Viore pants, and if you had searched for those online, you will probably see ads for that when you're on certain websites because they will have targeted advertising. They'll read your browser's background. Your, you know, cookies will be a part of this, not actual cookies, but you know. That. Um, you guys get that though, right? Like, yeah. you, you, we joke about it. You said your phone listens to you, yep. and it does. We actually talked about that. There's a company that actually does that. They listen to you when you're not actually talking on the phone, and it will give you ads based on things you talk about. Um, apparently, Jason Whitlock does not understand this. Have you guys seen this? No. You know, you know Jason Whitlock, yes. right? Yes. Used to be Fox Sports and does a podcast with OutKick, Clay Travis, all that, The Blaze. And he goes on Twitter yesterday, and this is still up, and I can't believe it's still up. He tweets, I'm looking at the NFL standings on ESPN.com. He said, this is the ad running above the standings. How is this possible? How is this appropriate? And oh, it's no. and, and it's and it's an ad uh for I guess like a like birthday cards, gift cards, but it's very, very sexy. Okay. Like it it basically and I'll 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 just do this very nicely. It's it's a it, it a cert, doing certain things together would be a great way to spend your birthday is the card that is on there, but it's a very descriptive thing involving sex. And he is saying himself. Yes. And every (laughs) reply is, bro, they're looking at your browser history. You got cookies out there somewhere like he he doesn't under. So he thinks 
that ESPN went out and sold an <laughs> right. ad right. for this company that's selling sexually explicit greeting cards. And he's like, how is this appropriate when all it's doing is looking at your search history? Wow. And it's still up. Wow. Yeah, you see it. <laughs> You see that happen a lot. There's a guy, uh, Benny Johnson, who used to work for BuzzFeed, and he got fired for plagiarism, and now he just does, you know, he does, like, uh, TP, Turning Point USA type stuff. And he posted a thing that was like, how is it okay to have all these ads for gay cruises on my my websites? And people are like, ew. Hey, uh, got news for you. I mean, this thing has, I mean, let's see. Now, what is, I'm trying to look at the numbers now. It's got almost 5,000 responses. And almost every reply is the same. It's like, dude. <laughs> Has he responded? <laughs> no. And he hasn't taken it down. Like, he still, th- either he doesn't pay attention once he tweets something and he just kind of puts it away. Like, you just you just put yourself out there. Like, you, we now know what you search wow. on your computer. Wow. <laughs> we now know that you're into some stuff. Yeah. Which, again, no judgment. Sure. Don't like somebody's foisting it upon you right. when it's just targeting your internet behavior. So people... So he'd been Googling foisting? Kind of. Kind of. But, you know, like, if you're getting ads from for things like this, it's because of what you're searching. What about a couple weeks ago when I kept getting all those Twitter ads? Well, <laughs> we were Twitter's getting, different, right? Yeah, Twitter's different. Everyone like, was getting the bra you were, you ads You were getting the bra Twitter. ads. My wife... Did, were, you, were you here for this? My yeah. wife was getting I these bra the ads. I the stuff in the DGS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the, there was this bra ad that kept coming up, and no matter how many times you would block the thing, it would come back as another account. My mm-hmm. wife said she blocked it maybe three, four, five times, and it kept coming, kept coming up under a new handle. So they just, like, endless handles spamming everybody. Mine... Uh, were you guys here for this? But mine was it was a uh, it was a, an, a male enhancement thing, and the background was a dude shirtless, just shredded muscles, and the guy in the foreground. It's a lot of him, like you're talking about in the last segment. Like it's just a great big gotcha. right in front of you. Hmm. Uh, yes, and it was the same thing. If you blocked it, another one came up, and then another one came up. That's a different thing than what's going to end up like just showing up in your browser, like on the banner. Or Twitter something. is selling those ads. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you're getting them right, if you're getting them on the banner of your browser, it's reading your internet history, your search history. Um, but if, if it's, you know, Twitter's a little bit different animal than that. But it is going to, it does seem like it targets people because I never got the bra things. And I'm mm-hmm. guessing you never got the male enhancement thing. Did not. Yeah. So I get a lot of male reduction ads. <laughs> Funny. Same here. I was getting the bra one, weirdly enough. The other thing I wanted to bring up was the, the not, this is not about, Chappelle's act. I'm I'm not going there now because I find this other thing more interesting at the moment because okay. we've had the other Chappelle conversations before. Um, he's in a lot, getting a lot of heat for jokes involving trans people and other things, and we've talked about that before. But did you see he was doing a show in Hollywood, Florida, and he just walked off stage and left because a person was using their phone to record it. So he has a rule, and a lot of comics do, like there, there no phones in the audience. You're not going to be able – I don't want anybody to be see this for free. I don't – if I'm testing new material, I don't want it out there broadcast. Like, Or if you're working on something for an upcoming Netflix special or whatever, there are a lot of good reasons to tell people no cell phones. But why is the reaction you just leave rather than kick that person out and continue? Yeah, I don't There were that. people that paid over $100 a ticket who spent their whole – like your whole night is that. Yeah. You're committed to it. You're going to go down there. You're going to go down to wherever the club is. You're going to pay for parking. Maybe went out to dinner. You're going to see a Chappelle show, which you clearly cared about because you spent over a hundred bucks on a ticket. 
and he just cuts it all short and quits because somebody broke the rules. Now, that person's a terrible person because there's a reason that they're not supposed to be you – know, like they, they, they did the show where they give you a bag that you put your phone in mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to take your phone out of the bag. Well, this person was just recording it. But why would you kill the whole show instead of just kicking that person out and then continue? I mean, I think the answer is pretty clear. It's that your ego is bigger than your professionalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, how do you not feel a duty to the people that paid a lot of money to see you? You should. And invested a lot of time to see you. Mm-hmm. And you're just going like, to walk off because you know, somebody made you mad? Was it Cardi B that walked off when someone threw a bottle of water? Yeah. <laughs> Axl Rose, famously. Yeah, yeah the Report. one here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when your ego gets bigger than your professionalism, that's when you do stuff like that. Uh, who is the band... Kings of Leon. Yeah, uh, when they're getting pooped on by pigeons and they left. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I mean, it. I try not to. Ju- I don't want to judge a comedian, like because he does a lot of material that that people will not find funny, and that's fine. You can like it, you can not like it. That's the whole point of comedy. If you don't like someone, if you think they're terrible, you can say they're terrible, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a free country. You're free to do that. But I have a hard time with someone who can't soldier on i'm saying that in air quotes because one person in your audience is being a jerk and breaking the rules i agree yeah i think at that point you're looking for an excuse as to why you don't want to do your show that night yeah if yeah. something that like that minor is going to break you and make you walk so off stage i do a couple live comedy shows per year do you know why i never ask for people to put their phones in things one uh, it's a pain in the butt, and I would figure that that would go, well, I don't want to see him that bad. Yeah, well, I'm not going. Then the other thing is, I don't think anyone would go to one of my live comedy shows and be like, I'm going to film this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think one person would ever think that, unless you go, now there's no filming. Then they're like, well, well. Right. I wonder why that is. Yeah. Let's I wanna, film this thing. I want to be filming if you say or do something right. that's so crazy right. you don't want it filmed. Exactly. That's the, a great point. The whole thing is, and plus... When you're in that kind of a venue, right, and we were kind of hitting at this with you when you're talking about the DGS lives, mm-hmm. the people there are your people. They have chosen to give you the time and money and attention because they like you, right? People to see there that are there seeing Chappelle are Chappelle fans. You don't go to see a stand-up comic that you don't care about. You don't pay money. You don't take the time to go do it if you don't care about them. Yeah. Same thing with the musical act. So you just walked out on your people. Again, I hate to keep crapping on Chappelle because I think he's amazing. Um, But I'm still, I've got 24 years into this career, long, locally successful career. I'm I'm not in the same universe as Chappelle. But I still believe that I need my listeners more than they need me. The day I walk out of a live show because one person broke a rule is the day that you can say, Dave thinks he's bigger than his audience. I think that's fair. Yeah. Right? That Chappelle, obviously, at least in that moment, felt like he was bigger than his audience. Pretty simple. 324 DGS, our first uh, chance to talk to Dave Murray of the new year. Then we have the Think Tank coming up with Mike Elam and Alvin Reed. Uh, I did something today I've never done before. I received an email from a client, and it's someone who handles, uh, it's like a buyer. Someone who, who handles, you know, the account for, for one of my clients. And we have a really good relationship. And uh, the guy was just saying, hey, just wanted to say, Happy New Year. Thank you for 2023. You do a great job. Just very effusive. Very nice. So I write him back an equally effusive, hey, I 
couldn't value you and your client more. And I'm looking, here's a, let's go kick some ass in 2024, right? And uh, I didn't obviously look at what I was typing and I had my caps lock on. (laughs) Um, And then I somehow turned it off about halfway through. (laughs) And so it looked like a ransom note. and, and I hit send. And I, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I love how confident you were. Like, to just be like, and yeah. send. They're That's just like, fine. click it, click it, click it, clack. <laughs> Let's get them in 2024. And so then I obviously had to immediately send one like, uh, hey. hey that, that might come off as a First little day intense. back to work. Uh, sorry for all the yelling I did there. <laughs> uh, Rach, tell me about the Reese's lady. Okay, so there is a woman who is suing Reese's because she bought some jack-o'-lantern Halloween-themed Reese's candy. And on the packaging, uh, it shows that these Halloween candies have faces, uh, but whenever you open up the Reese's, it's just a smooth pumpkin. So she is incredibly upset by that, and she is suing for, I think, like a billion dollars. Yeah. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, so in the packaging, it's like they've carved out the chocolate and the peanut butter shows through in a jack-o'-lantern face. Footballs show laces. Mm -hmm. uh, Trees show, you know, details. But the actual candy is just a Reese's. So I was way off. She did not sue for $1 billion. (laughs) She sued for $5 million, though. That's fair. Does it? Tastes like you wanted it to because it's food. That's all that matters. I'm with you, Wheels. I'm defending Reese's on this one. No, me too. I hate these kind of lawsuits. Like that, there should be corporal punishment for even bringing that suit. Do you want to spank her? No, <laughs> no, not me. No, I was, I just inv- I was invested it. there for a the second. judge. <laughs> Andrew's not wearing pants. You're spanking people to file lawsuits. I like I like this new timeline. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 334 DGS on X. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Happy New Year. Welcome back. You too, man. Thank you very much. How was your holiday? It was good. It was good. Good, good, good. good. It just worked. Worked, worked, worked. <laughs> 
Are you are you ever going to disappear? Completely retire? Yeah, just retire. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I enjoy doing this. You know, it's very different from the TV grind. Yeah. So, you know, I, I put a little time each day. It keeps the brain going. So I don't know. Good for I you. Know. I think I could do this. As long as you're doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah. I. Uh, this is not a joke. I'm hoping for something like that as well. Um, I've set a goal. It could be an unrealistic goal because the audience will tell me when it's time to go. Uh, but I think I'm 59 now. I think I could go to 70. I really, really do. Yeah. Uh, but even after that, you know, uh, Mark Close wasn't 70 when he was on the show, but he was mid to upper 60s. And he wasn't making the money he did when he was Mark Close doing, you know, his show. But he was doing fine. Yeah. I would love to be someone's Mark Close. I think, yeah, it was beer money. You know, I think when I get there, I might be like, no, screw this. But yeah, I, I'm with you, Dave. Like, I, I, I think it, I especially it, feel this way after the two weeks off. I'm like, well, this can't right. be my life. Right. The, uh, you know, I think it all comes down to, to health more than anything else. You know, uh, you wake up in the morning and there are health problems. You say, you know, I just don't feel like doing this. Uh, yeah, you know when to pull the plug. Well, you and I have been very blessed, obviously. But, yes. And it's, it's, I never apologize for success because what I do and what you do, not everyone can do. But let's face it, like my dad worked for a living. My dad built scaffolds uh, and retired at 62 and immediately got old. And uh, for good reason, because he had broken his body being out in sub-zero sure. temperatures, uh, 100 degree plus, building scaffolds, you know, putting uh, food on the table. I, I haven't had to do that. So right. I'm a little better preserved than my dad was at the day at this age. But you never know. Never know. You know it, it's like getting hit by the truck. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for trucks, Dave. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> uh, a truck around the corner. Uh, Dave, you I have to give you credit because you know we'll call you out like, well, we didn't get any snow. Um, you nailed December. Uh, you know, in in your yeah. your 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 forecast, really nailed. very happy. Yeah, very happy with it. And and things are starting to turn a little colder, a little more active. Uh, that you know that doesn't mean we go into a deep deep freeze, but it means we're getting more active. Do you guys do this? Do you use Dave Murray like you have a demon in your pocket? Like if the weather comes up, <laughs> like boy, it's been really mild lately. I'll go like, yeah. February is going to kick our ass, though. Like, I know because Dave Murray's yep. my friend. People are like, oh, my God, you know the wizard. Yeah, I definitely name drop him. As oh, much yeah. as, I'm like, yeah, well, Dave Murray says. <laughs> he's, like the only, he's like the only person I can name drop that people seem to be impressed by. Yeah, he's the only one <laughs> people are like, oh, well, Dave said that. Well, that's very nice. That's very nice. So uh, anything interesting? When I say interesting, I mean, like, very cold or snow or rain this week? Yes, uh, but not until we get to about Friday night. Leading up to that, it's just kind of cold. It's nothing extreme. 42 tomorrow, 40 on Thursday. Friday, a lot of clouds in here and 42 degrees. So we're quiet up until that point. There are two systems that I'm watching. The first one is Friday night, Saturday morning, about a 12-hour period. That is just doesn't impress me, the storm system. Light rain, some wet snow mixed in from time to time because it is an overnight event Friday night. And and you know what? There could be a little slop on the grassy surfaces, but I think that's about it. Storm number two is a little more interesting only because it's yeah, still out in the Pacific, but it's a stronger system 
Never trust these things until they get over the Rockies. But rain and wet snow on tap Monday night and into Tuesday. That's way out there. It's the second storm, so it's, there's a lot, a lot of questions about this thing. But it's shaping up to be one of these things where we get rain ahead of the system. Then we have a period of some sleet and some ice. And then as the low kicks by, because it's a southwest storm, we could see some snow on the back side of it. That's just on the table right now. Do not ask questions of how much are we going to see. <laughs> that, okay. that, that's insane. Do not believe anything you hear on this second storm as far as amounts and all that stuff. That's, yeah, because as you know, they're really playing it up on the national. Of course stuff. they are. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the national national weather has just gone off the, off the rails, just off the rails. It's like hype, 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 hype. And, and then you talk to people in those areas going, yeah, yeah, no. We had some rain. Uh, It's been two weeks since I said it. Headlines, Rach. Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnucks Rewards app. Uh, Let's see here. I want to start with kind of a controversial story. This is not, you know, something that's super important, but I thought you guys might have a hot take on it. Did you see that Casey Anthony's parents are going to appear in a television special uh, called The Lie Detector Test? I'm... This bothers me so much. It's Fox News, which Fox News. I'm sorry. I think it's on A&E. <clears throat> oh, I saw it on Fox News. Well, they're probably advertising for it everywhere. I wonder then if that's their parent company or something. Yeah. Never mind. I was going to say something, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's insane that it's like they're going to answer all these difficult questions about their granddaughter who was murdered. I know. I mean, it's just. It's so distasteful. It, it is extremely distasteful. And the thing is, it, it would be one thing. If they said, look, uh, incredibly, our daughter implicated us in the death of our grandchild. We want you to know that we've taken lie detector tests performed by a former FBI agent and have passed with flying colors. We just wanted to defend ourselves. Okay, that's one thing. But when they turn it into a Geraldo's Al Capone thing where no one knows the results about it except this one guy, we're going to reveal it to them live. And there are some surprises. That is so gross. Mm hmm. Yeah. We're yep. still doing that in 2024, apparently. Yeah, evidently. All right. More so. Gold prices are to hit a record high in 2024. Gold had a 13% annual rise in 23 and hit a record high in early December. So that's, I mean, that's exciting. If you have a bunch of gold, mm-hmm. it's going to hit a record high. Did you see this, Dave Murray? A large solar flare was detected on the sun on New Year's yes. Eve. Yeah. We all going to die? Biggest, biggest of, uh, of this cycle so far. Oh, those freak me out because those can take down the power grid, right, Dave? Yeah, they can do that. They they interrupt with communication, cell phones, satellites, stuff like that. Yeah, they can, there are there are problems. There's no question about it. Whether the individual really notices it, I don't know. But um, but the bigger they are, the bigger the problems. And it also depends on exactly how that energy hits the earth. Mm. All right, crypto scams stole $300 million in 2023. Most of that theft came from wallet drainer scams. They gain access to crypto accounts through fake airdrops, ads, or social media posts, and then they take all of your money out of your account. So I famously did crypto for about 10 days, and I thought I would retire. I was killing it for those 10 days. I couldn't miss. And then I lost some, and I cashed it all out. I don't think I will ever buy another uh, 
cryptocurrency just because of things like that like i still don't understand it i don't understand right. what it is like nfts like how is this a thing but it seems like a way that of course you can go from nothing to being a millionaire literally many people did it but it also works the other way mm-hmm. and i'm to a point now that it's more about i don't want to lose i don't want to lose money so and well, vastly vastly more people lost everything yeah. than got everything so what gives currency value Right, like oh, big picture. Asking what, the deep question. Well, no, I mean, I think it's very clear. The institution, it's, right? It's it's that it's that people the around backing. the world yeah. agree this is worth something, and usually it's because it's backed by agencies that have the power to back it. Right. So the U.S. dollar is strong because the United States has historically been strong. The dollar in other places goes up and down because their economic system, their political system, is not as stable. Well, everything you have in currency that is backed by the U.S. government is backed. By the most powerful government in the world. What is your crypto backed by? Who is actually assigning it value? You can't just Joe. say, hey, this is worth $1,000. Yeah. That guy with the crazy hair that went to jail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam right. Bankman Friedman. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Say, or, or, like, or, we're pretty much running this thing on vibes at this yeah. point. So. That's what cr- kills me about it is like people will be like, well, it, it's like every other money. It's made up except that the other money is backed by large yeah. governments who have tax money. Now, I do think that if I live as long as my mom that I will see a national cryptocurrency. We're not going to be handing pieces of paper back and forth. But to your point, that will be much better understood. And I'm sure like when the first person who introduced any sort of currency, they're like, this Puka show is worth a cow. And you're (laughs) like, shut up. Yeah. (laughs) I just fell off the turnip truck. And I can just hear, I know they're the crypto bros are like, well, who gives your government the authority? We I don't do like the way they talk. Well, we, that's the thing. But we do. That's we the pick thing them. That appeals to the cryptocurrency people, as I understand it, is that it is not a. It is a decentralized currency. So it they're not, smarter. It is not backed by a bank. I personally. So don't there's think no it's security in it. Is the point? Yeah, there's no security in it, which is what they like about it. But it's also the reason why it can go. You know, like your Bitcoin can go from being worth twenty thousand uh, dollars on Wednesday to uh, four thousand dollars on Thursday. Moving on with headlines here. 2024 is an election year, which feels crazy. It feels like we just did this, but okay, Mm -hmm. we'll go and do it again. Uh, President Joe Biden is heading into the election year with a weakness among Hispanic voters and young people. According to a USA Today Suffolk University poll, Donald Trump is leading the president in both categories. Yeah, there's no doubt Donald Trump has almost all of the passion. Uh, positive and negative, that there will be many people who vote for Biden as a way to vote against Trump. Um, But I don't know how many people are going to uh, speed to get to the polls so that they can enthusiastically vote for Biden. I'm sure they exist. Mm -hmm. I I understand people, anyone, doesn't matter who you vote for. If you're voting for someone who stands up for the things that you care about, all right. I mean, that makes sense. But are you switching... To someone who isn't like, would you switch to a candidate that doesn't represent anything you care about because the other person made you mad? Like any, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which party. If you're looking at it and say, well, the one, this one person does things that generally speaking are in my interest, but they made me mad. So I'm going to vote for the other guy. I would never consider that because what matters is the, what, what your interests are, Mm -hmm. whether they be conservative or liberal is not my point. It is one or the other. 
If you have a certain set of beliefs, why would you switch to someone who doesn't represent those I at all? I think you're giving the American electorate too much credit. Maybe. <clears throat> I really do. Especially younger ones like where, where it seems to be more emotional than it is like policy driven. Mm-hmm. Right. You said something that uh, piqued something with me. Is anyone else like this? One of the effects that COVID has had is that I was going to watch a show, like one of my nerd guy shows about the Sphinx or something, but it was 2019, and I didn't watch it because I'm like, you people know nothing. Yeah, you know, what do you know? <laughs> That's yeah. old news. You don't, even, you don't even know COVID's coming, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Could have had less to do with the topic, but I just like, no. Or, or when you watch it, you, you see those people, like whenever I see like pictures of somebody from 2019 or whatever, I'm like, boy, they had no idea what was coming. <laughs> yep. I saw even one of my own pictures. Yeah, like, I'm like, boy, what an idiot. That dummy didn't know. Mm. You guys want to do one more story before sure. we go to break? Taylor Swift has broken Elvis Presley's record. She has now amassed, amassed, excuse me, 68 weeks atop the Billboard 200, beating the record for most weeks at number one by a solo artist, which was previously held by the king with 67 weeks. Okay. Swifties, don't come after me. <laughs> I, got no, I got nothing against your girl. Nothing at all. I've heard some of her music. I'm not the demo, so I haven't, like, done a deep dive. I get it. I see it. I mean, I'm a musician myself. She can write a song. She can perform it. She's very beautiful. I get it. But that doesn't add up to beating the Beatles and uh, Elvis. What am I missing? Is it just that I'm not uh, in the demographic? Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I don't. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who's like, it's so stupid. She's talented. I don't think that. I think she's very well, talented. And Taylor also, like, specifically tries to break these records. I'm sure every artist does, but she will enlist her fans and be like, we're going to release this on this day because we want to beat this record. So mm-hmm. she's very calculated about that sort of thing. So it's no accident that she is has now surpassed Elvis How, Presley. Uh, are we talking about her in five years, 10 years? Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. I don't see how we couldn't be. I don't see how she could As long be, as she wants to be talked about. Yeah, I don't see how she could have the impact that she has now and then yeah. within five years. Speaking of, and I have nothing against Travis Kelsey either, but his PR person or someone came out and said, like, Oh yeah, we have a plan. And it's to make him as big or bigger than Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, right. I don't want my PR person saying things like that out loud. Yeah, yeah. don't say yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to jinx it. Yeah, these yeah. are the things we talk about in private. I mean, yeah. it's not a crazy thing if you're in that position, right? I mean, who is Dwayne The Rock Johnson but a former college football player? I mean, that's what he was. Now, his whole family was in the wrestling industry when he was a kid. I mean, his dad was Rocky Johnson, very famous wrestler. So it's, a. I mean, like there's that backstory, but... Why would that be crazy to try if you're Kelsey or his people? Yeah. But don't say it. It's well, a stupid thing to say. Especially not while you just started a new relationship with the most famous person yeah. on the planet. Like, it makes the relationship seem mm-hmm. kind of hollow and fake when you're like, we're just trying to get as big as possible over here. As a sports person, I would also say, don't say that while you're an active player. Because people want you to be all in on your team and on being a champion yep. and all that. Your yeah, fans it makes want it sound that. Like he doesn't really care uh, about. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that most people here were not at a party on New Year's Eve, but watching television. What did you guys watch? Did you watch any of the like Ryan Seacrest or? No, I watched my Animal Crossing uh, countdown to the New Year, and it was amazing. I watched a little. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I watched a little Seacrest. Watched um, a little bit of Andy and mm-hmm. and. Um, Anderson. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Anderson. Mm-hmm. And and watched a little bit uh which the the one I enjoyed the most was the Nashville show. The Nashville, mm. you know, yeah. country music stuff. That was really good. Yeah, the we, other ones yeah. were like, eh, 
Okay. We watched. I, you uh, know what? I'm just, hmm. I'm way beyond the music of Ryan Seacrest at this point. Yeah, I, I found the same thing, that I am well aware and pretty comfortable in that, I don't want to say this is no longer my world, but it kind of isn't. You know, like mm-hmm. you get to the certain age and I have my world and I appeal to that world, people who are in a similar world. But uh, but it really hit me watching this Ryan Seacrest a little bit that every time they'd be like, and now they're number one on the charts. <laughs> Everyone welcome Pocono Joe. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Who? Yeah. I've heard this person's what name. We? Oh, we, wa- we watched a bunch of like Neighborhood Wars episodes while we ate. And then I watched like God, three. Weird. Watched the, played some video games. And I watched three episodes of Game of Thrones. I watched people fight at Chuck E. Cheese. And, uh... <laughs> oh, it was great, dude! You should have seen the one at the Waffle House. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> All righty. We were talking to one of our coworkers, and uh, Wheels made the statement: "All children are sociopaths." Well, when they're little, because yeah. they 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 just lie and they tell stories and they. They they don't know yet. They're learning. That's the whole point, right? Yeah, you try it out. Right. I mean, what what when they're really little and they haven't been taught, what's one of the first things they do when they get mad? They hit somebody. Because it's just you don't they don't have the filters, and that's kind of what the whole idea of a sociopath is, right? You don't care. You don't care about other people. I'm I know it's not the technical clinical version, <laughs> but when you're a little kid, you don't care. You okay, I want what I want, and I'm going to find a way to get it when you're little, and you teach. We all learn as we go not to do that. Rich, back to you. Were you the only one in the Animal Crossing New Year's Eve? The other islanders Don't were there. Well, the you islanders? mean people on your island? Yeah. Are they real, or are they players? Like they're players. NPCs? So they're, they're like they're... squirrels and stuff. Yeah. So although. That's how I rang in the New Year. Is that okay with you? I think that sure. was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole crowd's there. Yeah. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.